Yo, 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 what's up? It's Greg Santos. Welcome to episode 497 of CEO Life. You are the CEO of your life, whether you want to be or not. Back here in California, man, it was it was crazy, man. It was so wild. Right before I left, man, I was in um I was in the room I was staying at in London, and me and my business partner were just holding each other, just crying our eyes out just crying so, so, so much because it felt like the end of an era. We did the travel for a full year and I finally felt compelled to go back home and we were just like crying and I'm reflecting on the year, just thinking about all of the stuff we went through and just how emotionally challenging that was and how grateful that we are to have each other. And it was like, it was so bittersweet you know, we ended up staying up until about one in the morning and I had to be up for my flight around five thirty six and I didn't really want her to, to leave. I really wanted to, you know, just be there and connect and uh, eventually I had to go to sleep. So I go to sleep and I wake up in the morning and I have two bags. I have two, I have one like big gym bag and one luggage and then I have a backpack on and I'm just feeling like, damn. I'm just feeling like this sadness in my heart. And I get downstairs and I call a Bolt, which is like another taxi service in the UK. And I think it's in other places in Europe as well. And it was like, oh, it was like 13 minutes away. So I'm like, man, I'm like, you know, looking around the house and I'm reflecting. And then eventually it's like two minutes away and I open the door and I roll the backpack out. Oh, no, I rolled the luggage out with my gym bag on top of it. And I left the key to the house on the the desk that I would usually use. And as I'm pulling the, the door closed and the Uber driver is like one minute away, it's like, hmm, this is it. And I just pull it and then boom, it's closed. That's it. And I roll my, um, roll in the luggage and I pull up my phone and I take a selfie with the house and I'm like man man has it been an adventure you know over a little bit over a year since I first arrived there and uh, this is this is it and I'm like tearing up and then the uber gets there and I'm just like this is this is it I'm about to I'm about to go and he gets out of his Tesla from the right the, the right door it opens the trunk and puts my luggage in I'm like, I'm like, thank you. He's like, nope, no problem, boss. And I get into the back left seat. And I look at the house. And I'm like, damn. It's been real. And then we drive off. And I'm just like looking at everything as I'm driving away. And I'm just tearing up, man. I'm like, man, it's just so bittersweet. On one end, I really want to see my family. But damn, do I feel torn to leave my business partner, to leave my friends. And it's not like this is like in like we're we're separated. We're still working on business stuff together. But, you know, for a full year, it was all about being in close proximity to each other, growing together, surviving together, eating together, making plans together, building friendships together. And it like I felt compelled to go home. So I get to the airport and you know, I end up boarding and the flight was really long, and 
uh, man, it's just, it was just so hard for me to process, man. And I was crying a little bit on the airplane as well. And then I get home. I get back to L.A. and my sister is in her car waiting for me. And I, I'm rolling out my luggage and I, I see my sister in the driver's seat. And she she notices me and she gets out the car. And it's the first time we've seen each other for the last seven or eight months because I was in California for a month in December um, on my travel. And we embrace each other. We hug each other. And she starts crying. And I'm crying right now. And uh, I start tearing up too. And then um, I put I put my stuff, my luggage in, in the car. And then I see my nephew. My nephew is like about to turn two years old next month and he doesn't he doesn't remember me. <laughs> At least I think he doesn't. Um, actually, he does, but like he, I think he was just shy. So, um, on the way back, I was like, "Hey, um, Nessa, I want to pick up two blunts on the on the way home because, like, I really want to like process this last year." And I have found sometimes that weed can really speed up that process. Really helps. I remember my grandma described it as it's almost as if like you like lift up this curtain that's kind of like blocking you. So it's like opens my mind. So we stop by this place called Med Men and I get two blunts and then I drive us home and then I see my dad and uh, brace embrace my dad. And then I go into my room and I uh, I sit on the bed and the the energy, the electric energy of like just like relief just like fell over me as soon as my butt hit my bed and I wasn't really aware of it but I, I remember just feeling like whoa that felt like really good felt like electrifying like so good and it's like I can't believe I'm, I'm back home and I'm like whoa like this is so sudden like I'm just registering that I'm, I'm back and I just made this decision last week that I'm going to be here and here I am I'm here and I have, a, I have a round trip ticket to London for September 20th. And I'm like, okay, am I going to go back to London? Or after a month, am I going to go to Austin and then D.C. and then Florida? I'm like, I don't know. So like the next day, you know, I smoked, I smoked some of my, the blunt that I had. And just like it didn't really like open me up so much. Uh, but I think the following day I did. Um, I did and it did open me up. And I'm like in my bed I'm lying down on my back and my eyes are closed and I just start crying my eyes out because this world travel doing exactly what I wanted to do I did it because I thought it was finally gonna make me feel good about myself and uh, comfortable in my own skin And it didn't. Now, I have grown through the work that I've done and I've become more comfortable with myself. But the world travel itself didn't really fix this thought of like, I am not enough in my head. And I'm crying because everything that I worked for for seven years, cold calling for two years, fitness sales, working 50-hour weeks at a sales job, 
working for you know, working for people I don't really like, all this other stuff, man. Toastmasters for two years, going to improv classes, going to nightclubs by myself sober to learn how to talk to women. All that's built up for the world travel and what emotions that I was hoping that I would feel is I would feel comfortable. I would feel peace within myself. I would feel like, okay, I did the biggest thing that I wanted to do. Am I finally worthy? Like, I thought doing this was going to just earn me love from so many people. But the thing is, I realized that there was no love to be earned because I already had it. But I walked around with the story that I'm not loved and I have to be more funny. I have to have more accomplishments. I have to have a crazy life. I have to have crazy stories for me to feel like my life mattered. I felt that a smile on somebody's face showed me that I'm okay to be here on this earth. And I looked outside of myself to see what I am made of. And the thing is, when I looked outside myself, that was like the wrong place to look to see what I'm made of. I never really looked inside to see what I'm made of. I always thought these external things were going to bring me grace, peace, and love. But all it did was make my life more challenging. All I had was more responsibility and now confusion because it's like, okay, well, obviously accomplishing a bunch of shit doesn't make you happy. If I put all, if I bet all my happiness points on accomplishments, that's not going to make me happy. These little fleeting moments of happiness, of accomplishing, because you do, you do get happy, right? But it's so fleeting. It doesn't last the rest of your life. It might last a week. You might say, man, that week, I'm, I'm, I'm dying for that week. I don't really, I'm glad I did it, but moving forward, I don't really want to live my life for one week of actually feeling good about myself. To me, that's not a great trade-off of time. So one of these days, I'm like feeling super anxious. I'm like, I'm not able to like stay still. And I'm like, I don't know, like, should I stay home? I, I don't know, maybe I wanna go. Like, I don't know, how, what, what would I look like if I stay like here? I don't know. So I don't know if you know what tapping is, but it's basically like like you, you take like three fingers or two fingers and you close your eyes and you like tap your fingers um, between your eyebrows or like just above between your eyebrows and then like next to your eye, then under your eye, and then right above your chin, like between your chin and your lips. And then you tap like where your heart is at. And then you tap like uh, the side of your palm, the side of your hand, and then you grab your wrist. And, and then you repeat, like you look left and right, and then you repeat. And during this, you say things that you're fearful of, right? Like I'll say like, I, or like you'll say things that you wanna let go. It's like, it's okay for me to feel the feelings that I wanna stay home and not go anywhere. 
and then I'll and then I'll tap next to my eye. It's okay for me to feel the feelings that I don't want to go anywhere and I want to stay home. And then and then it moves on to the next areas. And as I'm doing this, I start fucking crying my eyes out, crying so much. And I had this realization that for a long time, you know, I've been searching for this peace. And now finally, man, like just when I got to London, it was like, okay, I, I was at, I was saying that Yasmina's parents' house. And then I was like, I, we need to figure out a way to get out of here, right? Make enough money to get out. We made enough money from a launch we did in our business. And then we moved to Cambridge. Now, I wasn't really feeling too like happy with Cambridge. Like, I didn't really resonate with the people. I, I just didn't resonate with like that kind of environment. And we were in Cambridge for two months, but then we went like on a three month uh, tour of the United States. And then we came back to London for two months, but I'm about to run out of days to be in the UK. So then it was time to like, all right, well, like instead of going back to the States, let's just do like a three month tour of Europe. And that whole time was like trying to learn, like figure out how to survive and, and different in different times in my life, you know, like London, I feel like I had like some of my bases covered. But still, you are looking to make enough money so you don't have to be so dependent on other people. And it's tough to like actually relax and have that psychological safety and get you out of like the survival thinking. You know, on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like the, the baseline is like security, safety. And if you don't have those things, you can't move up the ladder of needs. So you need to make sure that those things are taken care of. If not, that's all you're going to focus on. And that's all I focus on. Do I have enough money to eat? Do I have enough money to stay at the next place that I'm going to stay at? And it's fucking rough. And I thought traveling to see different places, I felt like, oh, and I, I didn't even do it for me. I did it. I did it for other people. If I showed other people that I am living this awesome life, then finally I'd feel like I'm deserving of love. And all it did was put me in a position where I felt super uncomfortable New country, new language, different culture, different food. You don't know where anything's at. You don't know who anybody is. You can only stay here for like maybe a week or two. And then you're moving to your next, next place. I don't say you can only stay here, but I'm only here for like a week or two. Then I got to go to the next place. So I have to figure this stuff out. I have to figure out how to, I'm building a business. And next thing you know, I have to pack up my stuff again and get on another airplane, fly with like fucking cramped space. Typically, sometimes you were lucky to have emergency exit seats and then just repeat. And that was that was hard as fuck to balance, man. It's hard to really develop routines. And I'm not trying to complain, but it's it's not what I thought it was. So I'm like, fuck, finally, I'm like feeling safe. And I've been I've been resisting loving how I feel at home. I fucking love it here. I love it here. I feel so good here. I'm here with my family. I get to eat my food. I have a nice house. I have a pool. I have all these animals. I get to be part of my nephew's life here. I get to see my older sister, my brother-in-law, my niece, and my nephews. I get to be around my family. I get to see my older brother. And I just spent so much time trying to resist that. Like, oh, maybe I should go back to London. I can only be here for a certain amount of time. And I said, fuck that, man. I'm 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 okay. I'm just going to be home. I'm going to get back to like routine. And as of yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start waking up 
at uh, 4.30 in the morning again. I've been battling in my head, should I do the morning hustlers again? Should I? Right now, I don't really feel compelled to do it, but I wouldn't be surprised if I do it in a month or two. And I also wouldn't be surprised if I actually don't end up doing it at all. I'm still battling it in my head, but um, the cool thing is I'll at least have my accountability partner, Yasmina, and we'll be able to work on Zoom um, every day uh, during that time. Well, not every day. Sometimes she has other things going on, but most days we'll be able to get up. I'll be able to get up at that time. It's like 1 p.m. her time in London and get some work done. So one day, um, one of these days, I'm, I'm here in my room and I'm like just fucking confused as fuck. It's like when you here's the thing, when you accomplish your biggest goal, what happens is you it's not like you feel like free. You feel aimless. You feel confused. You feel lost. You just spent your whole life looking for the next big thing and you accomplish the biggest thing you ever set your, your mind to. And when you do that, your brain's almost like, what's next? Especially knowing that I can't accomplish my way into feeling good about myself. With knowing that, then, okay, well, if I know that no matter how much, whatever I accomplish, it's not going to make me feel good about myself. And... Like, yeah, now I'm lost. Like, what what the fuck is there to do? And I'm still working on my business, but, like, I, I need I need some more meaning. I need some meaning. And I'm trying to connect with something, you know, right? I'm like, okay. Hmm. Well, I remember something that one of my mentors slash friends, John Sonmez, had said when he was going through a similar thing in terms of, Okay, once he hit, once he retired at 33, he hit his biggest goal, and he was depressed. And then he realized, like, okay, well, it's not really about like accomplishing goals. It's more so about like, well, who is it that I'm aiming to become? So I sit up on my bed and I start thinking, okay, well, if if accomplishments aren't gonna make me happy, then then what? Who do who is it that I want to become? And I I feel I feel like okay, if the external, the outside does not bring me peace, then what does? And it's not the outside that brings me peace. It's not the outside that makes me feel good. It's the inside that makes me feel good. If in the inside I feel really good about myself, I feel good about my experience of the world, I feel clear-headed, I feel energized, I feel healthy, then it doesn't really matter what's happening in the external. And I'm not saying that I'm not going to be affected by the external, but if I'm not relying on the external to fill this void in my heart, then the way that I fill my own heart up is me. And I did everything for peace, for love, for grace, and deep connection. But if I open my eyes, I already have that around me with my family. So I'm like, you know what? I think that, like, I feel like it's hard for me to think sometimes and all this stuff. And I was like, you know, I feel like if I focus on my health, then everything else will fall into place. If I prioritize my health, everything else will fall into place. My energy will, will take care of itself. My sleep will get better. 
I'll be more energized. I'll have like better thinking. I'll be able to work longer, work more, work without burning myself out. Um, yeah, you know what? I think it's about my health. And I think about Ty Lopez when he talks about it's like health, wealth, love, and happiness in that order. Health, wealth, love, and happiness. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Here I am. I'm fucking skinny as shit. I'm the skinniest I've ever been in my life. And I think that comes from, you know, a couple things. Number one, I was very active in terms of always moving, walking. My mind is burning a lot of calories because I'm constantly thinking. It's hard for me to like really chill out and relax. I'm not eating enough in a day because like, you know, you know, I don't know if you've ever been in this position to where like you're so low on money that you almost start to resent yourself for the fact that you get hungry and you hate the fact that you get hungry because now you have to spend money to feed yourself and and then that begets that creates more fear because I'm like okay how much money do I have do I have enough money to do this to do that and wishing that you can use that money for other stuff instead of feeding yourself that that's that's a crazy place to be and I've been there I had those thoughts in different countries it's not it's not it's not pleasurable it sucks so there's that. So I can see my ribs when I take off my shirt. I don't really like that. So I think about, well, I've been fat in my life, and then I've, I've lost weight, but I've never actually been, like, strong and, like, buff and feeling good about, like, my my physique and feeling good about my health and feeling good how I show up in terms of, like, the food that I eat and being conscious about the food that I eat and the exercise that I do, because, man, I I legit in the last year probably worked out, I'll just throw a number out, I've worked out less than, like, 20 times in the last year. That's not, that is not good whatsoever. Let me see, less than 20, because I had a gym membership, but I only went a couple times. Yeah, probably, like, for sure less than 30 times, which is not good whatsoever. So, I'm happy to be home. I'm probably going to be home until um, November. I plan to go on a Tony Robbins Unleash the Power Within event. And then, I don't know, I might come back home after that. I'm kind of, I'm really burnt out for I'm traveling right now. I want to go see um, one of my best friends from high school this weekend. And it just like, I was like, oh. I, tr- I drove like an hour. I'm like, nope, I don't want to travel. I'm like, fuck this, man. <laughs> this shit sucks. So, on to new beginnings. Um, I think, I think that's like how I grow, right? I think growth within my health, because Tony says you need to prioritize, I'll say you need to, but if you want to maximize your fulfillment, you prioritize two things, it's growth and it's contribution. So if I really, in in that order, right? So if I focus on my growth and really make sure I grow and I'm healthy and I'm learning, and then I'm also contributing through the community that I build for young entrepreneurs under 30 who have at the very least, uh, have made a thousand dollars. I have two different communities, one for young entrepreneurs under 30 who have at the very least a six-figure business, and I have one for young entrepreneurs who have made at least $1,000. So just really, excuse me, using my skills as a relationship builder and speaking to, in my knowledge of like how to connect with other people, if I take that knowledge and apply for other people i think i think that's how i want to contribute i really want to see people live the life that they want to live a life that they feel proud of 
And in my opinion, the best way to do that is through the relationships that you build with the right people and genuine relationships that people that you really care about and that really care about you. So that's where I'm at. I'm actually about to go grocery shopping right now and get some more food. I plan on not leaving the house, um, just staying home, cooking, exercising, meditating, reading, and, and working. That's it. Simple life. Really happy about it. And there we go. Just what I worked for for so long. And I realized that for me, life is about connection with people that I love. It's about being healthy and really helping other people be great too. So I appreciate you greatly. Hope you got some value from this and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.